And then the focus shifts to the Pharisees in verse 46. Verse 45 tells us many of the Jews that came to Mary and had seen the things Jesus did believed in him. Wonderful result, but the Pharisees are not going to take it that way. Verse 46 says some of them went away to the Pharisees and told them the things that Jesus did. And the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered together and said, this must be the Messiah. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's another version. The chief priests and the Pharisees gathered a council and said, what shall we do for this man works many signs? You might remember in John chapter three, Nicodemus came to Jesus saying, no man can do the signs you do unless God sent him. They didn't see it that way. Verse 48, if we let him alone, the worst possible thing is going to happen. What is it? Everyone is going to believe in him. We can't let that happen. Why? Because it would deprive them of their power, their prestige, and their wealth. If everyone believes in him, they said the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. And one of them, Caiaphas, being high priest that year, said to them, you know nothing at all. Neither do you consider that it's expedient for us that one man should die for the people, not that the whole nation should perish. An evil man with evil designs saying evil things. Do we really believe that the Lord is in control? When we look at the leadership of this country, when we look at, and I'm just going to say it straight, in many cases, the criminals that want to rule over us, do we really believe that God is still on the throne? Do we believe that he has a plan and a purpose for everything that happens? Do we really trust that God works all things together for good? Do we really believe what Joseph said when he said, you intended it against me for evil, but God intended it for good? We need to lighten up. And we need to trust God. Because notice what comes next. In verse 51, he did not say this on his own authority, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation. Verse 52, and not for that nation only, but also that he would gather together and one the children of God that were scattered abroad. That includes you and I. That's what has sent me and Nan around the world many, many times. There are children of God scattered abroad in every nation, from every tribe, every tongue, every village, every town, every city, to gather them together into the family of God. Verse 53 says, Then from that day on they plotted to put him to death. Therefore Jesus no longer walked openly among the Jews, but went from there into the country near the wilderness to a city called Ephraim, and he remained there with his disciples. Do you know why he did that? Because he may wait, but he's never late. He had an appointment. His appointment came on Passover. The day the Jewish nation would reject their Messiah and put him on a cross and in the eyes of God cease to exist as a nation. And God would begin working with a new entity called the church, the body of Christ, soon to be the bride of Christ. But not having rejected the nation of Israel, but having grafted the church into Israel to breathe life into her, to give her time to be brought back 
to that saving faith with which they had rejected. And one day as a nation, they will all respond to that faith. He went to Ephraim and verse 55 tells us the Passover of the Jews was near and many went from the country up to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. Then they sought Jesus and spoke among themselves as they stood in the temple. What do you think? That he will not come to the feast? They knew that he was a hunted man. Now both the chief priests and the Pharisees had given a command that if anyone knew where he was, he should report it, that they might seize him. We learn going on into the next chapter that they also plotted to kill Lazarus. And they, the reason they wanted to kill Lazarus and to kill Jesus is because this sign, this re, we call it resurrection, not really resurrection, but resuscitation. Remember, by the way, Lazarus had to die again. No wonder he wasn't happy. This miracle, this sign was so great. It produced such a hatred, such a violent reaction, that Jesus' doom was sure from the standpoint of these people. Wouldn't it have been better if he just hadn't done it? I mean, if he hadn't done this and hadn't done so many other signs, they might have let him live. Wouldn't that have been a good thing? Absolutely not. From the moment of his birth through the duration of his life, he had his eyes fixed on the goal. And the goal was the cross. And the reason the cross was the goal was you and I. Has it ever struck you that when they scourged him, by the way, they did it so brutally, far more brutally than they would do any other prisoner? It's the reason he could not carry his own cross. By the way, the last time he drank anything at all was when he was with the disciples in the upper room. Consider the time from the moment they left the upper room throughout that night into the next day, all that time, and then the beating and the crown of thorns being rammed down on his head and beaten with a rod, and then the scourging and the loss of blood. And those of you that know anything about the medical world know that when you begin to lose blood, what happens? Your mouth gets dry. You need moisture. You need water. The last thing he asked for on the cross was a drink. And they gave him gall. The world has no place for Christ. The world has no love for Christ. If Jesus Christ came back today, you know what they'd do? They'd crucify him again. But he has a place in your heart. He has a place in our lives. And one day he is going to shout. And the trumpet is going to sound. And the dead in Christ are going to rise first. And then we who are alive and remain are going to be caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air. And the scripture says, thus we will always be with him. My friends, everything we have goes back to the cross. But could I also suggest that everything done at the cross relates to where you are right now? 
We may not know all we ought to know. Martha certainly did not. We may not be completely surrendered as we ought to be with all of her surrender. Even Mary was not. But we can trust in our brokenness and our frailty. We can increase our faith and our trust and our dependence on Him. Jesus Christ glorified. Jesus Christ resurrected. Jesus Christ coming again. The next time you ask why, those are your answers. That God may be glorified and that we may believe.